Hi, friends. It's the sauce VP. What it be like? Fucking robot tussin. Don't know how to play. Got me lazy right now. Y'all know I don't know the words. I just know the beat. Let's jam out. Get your smoke. Get your drink. Get your drink, get your smoke, come on, you know what to do by now, honey. What you do, keep to me, my body, my way, speech to me. I don't know about y'all, but it's something about this song, honey. I love this song, honey. It's my go-to play of the week, honey. And it ain't even new. I think that's old. I didn't make it hurricane on it. Light up. We got heavy as fuck last week. I mean, I feel like we always get heavy, but that was heavy, heavy. Let's chill a little bit right now. Make a video. Hey. I'm sipping on coffee, Olay. Bring it over to my place. All right, y'all. So what's good? Shit got heavy last week. Some people appreciated that. A lot of people weren't ready for that. I wasn't ready for that. Shit got a little, a little emotional in that motherfucker, but <coughs> that's life, right? Life gets emotional. Life gets overwhelming. Life gets fucking unbearable. What the fuck? Life sucks a lot of the time. Um, life has some horrible fucking moments that we have to learn how to work through and learn what the fuck are we supposed to learn from it. Um, that's what we do here anyway at the Sauce VP. We ain't some fucking crybabies. We like to address our shit and move forward. So, you know, there's a couple of things on my mind right now I want to talk about. And, um, you know, a lot of times when I hit the record button, I just kind of let let it play how I play. Um, I don't necessarily always know what I'm going to talk about. 95% of the time, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I just start talking. Um, so, but as I was replaying, my point in saying all that is that typically I will re-listen to my own podcast multiple times just so I can catch what spirit was trying to say through me for lack of a better word explanation so as I replayed that and replayed that a lot of times it's cringe for me anybody hearing themselves talk on any platform is a little cringy but um I realized something first thing I realized was that vulnerability is not easy for me I don't like to be vulnerable. 
um, I don't think anybody really likes to be vulnerable. You're kind of like opening yourself up to judgment and to ridicule, really. Um, So it can be uncomfortable. But invulnerability is always advancement. Because one thing I've learned is the thing that's most awkward for you to do is typically the most beneficial thing for you to do. Um, And why we feel awkward when we get out of our comfort zone, it doesn't feel like what we're used to. And so um, one topic that kept replaying in my brain every time, or I should say every since I recorded the last podcast was the word validation kept coming to my mind. And I'm like, okay, Lord, like, what do you want me to, what are you trying to get at? Validation, validation, validation. And he started showing me through social media, mostly, how much we seek validation. My outfit's cute. Let me post it. See how much validation I get from others. That is cute. I look pretty today. Let me take a picture, post it to get validation that I do actually look pretty today. Um, All we watch all day, every day through entertainment, television, is people wanting to be validated. All these celebrities are simply looking for validation. And they look through validation, through likes, through views, through plays, through how much shit they can sell. That's all validation for them that they're relevant. What do you do when you don't have no validation? You realize the only thing that separates regular people from celebrities is validation. Validation. I know damn well you done seen some celebrities that's ugly as fuck. And the world will tell them that they're beautiful. And you looking at this motherfucker and this motherfucker is ugly. But enough people told that motherfucker that they looked good. They got validated enough to the point where they ugly ass is really walking around like they the shit. How many celebrities that you follow that half of y'all idolize, that half of y'all want to be like, that half of y'all wish you had what they had, half of y'all trying to make your body look like their body looks, all that shit. How many of y'all really actually know what that person looks like? None of us know what these motherfuckers really look like. None of us wake up to the next to these motherfuckers in the morning. You could literally be sitting there trying to validate yourself off a motherfucker who don't even like themselves. Who don't even look like the person they portray themselves to be. We're regular average everyday motherfuckers with not even close to the amount of money they have. And we use filters and all this shit to make our pictures look better. What the fuck you think they doing? 
especially when their whole livelihood is based off validation and being accepted. So my question to you today is like, where do you get your validation from? No, they didn't play my song. Y'all know this is my song. Lloyd, Lloyd fucked this song up. Lloyd put his whole heart and soul in this motherfucking song. If you don't feel that shit, you must be a vampire or some shit. Let's take a little jam break. I know y'all love this song. New approach to an old dream. How many of y'all been there? This is me. Vulnerability. Please accept me for who I am. What I do. Come on, y'all. Vulnerability. There's not one fucking person on planet Earth who can't relate to that line. So much shit didn't happen that it's hard to talk about it. Come on. Come on. I just had to pray and keep it cool till I could walk up out of it. You can't relate to that? Ain't no fucking way. This is you, y'all. All of us just want acceptance for who the fuck we are. That's all the fuck we want. There's not too many motherfuckers that's not putting in full effort. It may not look like your level of full effort. But most people are putting in full effort to show up as who the fuck they are every day. I always like to use dope fans because people always look at dope fans as like the lowest level of people per se in our society and shit, right? Low lives or whatever. You know, I, I was raised around dope fiends the majority of my life. And dope fiends wake up, shower, do their hair, put their look. They do all that same shit y'all do when y'all get ready for work. The path they take is just different. And half of them don't want to be on that path. It's locked in that shit. My brother always says it's a gorilla on your back. Imagine walking around every day with a gorilla on your back. And not one of them cute ass monkeys. Nah, a gorilla, bitch. A gorilla. All of us got a different version of gorilla on our back. All of us do. But we always want to act like we're the only one hurting. We always want to act like we're the only one in pain. One thing about me, though, is I have a very logical approach to shit in my life. There's been a lot of times where I've had, I've been forced to step out of emotion. 
that I've chosen vulnerability, that I've gone to somebody and expressed my full vulnerability, and that shit was not received. That shit hurts. That shit turns you into a different kind of monster. For your pain to not ever be validated. Because at that point, who really gives a fuck about me? They don't even give a fuck about what I'm going through. They don't give a fuck about when I'm in pain. They don't give a fuck about how I hurt. That invalidation of your pain, that invalidation of your lower self, that invalidation of your vulnerability is what makes vulnerability hard. If every time you were vulnerable, it was accepted, it wouldn't be so hard to be vulnerable. So there really are people out there who don't have a problem with their vulnerability because that vulnerability has always been seen as this person needs extra love, extra attention, extra affection. So you may not relate to what I'm saying right now because there are really people out there who have been vulnerable and that vulnerability has been accepted. And so they don't understand why it's so hard for you to be vulnerable. There's literally some of us that had to go through every single painful thing in our life alone. So it's not that you don't even want to be vulnerable. It's just not in your nature to be. If you now have an amazing group of friends, you might not be used to having that amazing group of friends. And so you might not even know how to act in that situation. You may be skeptical of every person in that friend group because in the past, every person you were friends with were scheming on you really at the end of the day. And you were being vulnerable and you were being genuine and you were being yourself. You weren't even on guard until you had to be. Until you're chilling with somebody you don't know and they're telling you stuff that you only told who you thought was your best friend. A betrayal of trust will make it very hard for you to connect with anyone later if you don't address that shit. How do we address people being untruthful? How do we address people being fucked up towards us? Stop owning it. The way somebody treats you really is none of your fucking business. Because you had no part in it. How somebody chooses to treat you, you have no part in that. That has 100% everything to do with that other person. Are you affected by it? Yes. Are you responsible for it? No. 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 Every scenario you're coming up with in your head, well, if I didn't do this, they wouldn't have did that. No. Are you 100% responsible for what you did? Yes. Are you 100% respon- run are you 100% responsible for the way you reacted? Yes. But you are not 
responsible for the way that somebody treats you. I'm quiet because <laughs> absorb that. I'm going to say it again. You are not responsible for the way somebody treats you. You can only be responsible for you. Only. You cannot be responsible for everybody else. You just cannot. It's overwhelming. It's distracting from your true purpose. Your true purpose is yourself. Let me break down for you what I'm trying to say with a story or, or a parable. Because I, I don't know. I'm the parable queen right now. I don't know. So listen. You meet a new person. Y'all vibing. You're doing your thing. You're open. You're vulnerable. You're letting this person in. You really like this person. You're telling them things you never told anybody before. You're vibing. You're connecting. Right? You think in your mind, you're like, damn, this is a suck. Vibing. I can see myself with this person. This this was suck. Then that person ghosts you. I mean ghosts you. Not replying to your text, not answering your phone calls. Nowhere to be found. You're like, what the fuck? Immediately, (laughs) your brain wants to play the blame game. First thing you got to identify is whose fault is it? So you start thinking about everything you did, said, looking through text messages. Everything. You just start overanalyzing every single thing in detail between you and this person. Because you got to place blame. You got to get angry. You got to get mad, right? Or not. That shit's hard as fuck, but it's hard as fuck to be angry. It's hard as fuck to be racing thoughts and this and that. You got to start training yourself to be like, damn, that's none of my business why that person acted that way. It's unfortunate for them, but it's none of my business. I don't need a logical explanation. I don't need shit. The only information I need is within myself. 
how did that shit make me feel? Do I approve of behavior like that in my life? Do I want to continue to deal with something like that? Am I willing to hear validation for what happened with this? All you need to do is be asking yourself questions at that point. That person's actions towards you only affect you when you allow it. Just as easy as you get mad or you get upset or you get insecure or you get crazy or you get out of character or you get this or whatever the fuck it is that you get. Just as easy as you make that choice, you can make another choice. You can make the choice to be like, you know what? That shit hurt. You got to validate your own feelings, right? That shit hurt. I didn't like it. It was immature, it was this, it was that. It doesn't take away from none of that. But it gives you all your power in this situation when you decide to do, when you decide what you want to do with somebody else's actions towards you. You have full control of that. You have full control of that. You do not have to be accepting of somebody's behavior. You don't have to like it. You don't have to justify it. You don't have to work around it. None of that shit. It's really about you at the end of the day. And at all moments, you should be asking yourself, how do you benefit mostly? How do you benefit in a greater way from this experience and this situation? Too often we get caught up on the years we spent there, the time, the dedication, the money spent, the this, the that, all of the things we did for this person. Okay. And now it's time to move on. Because this person did something that don't line up with you. This person did things that got you out of your character. This person did things that made you feel invalidated, X, Y, and Z. Now, if that's your thing, that's what you want to do, perfect, do it. Who the fuck am I to tell you not to? only thing I want to see for my people is to be able to live at your highest self so you can receive your highest blessing. You can be at the highest vibration. You don't have to be ran by your emotions and how you feel. You can be ran by logic and what makes sense. You can come out on top every time when you're in control of your emotions and how you feel. Most people are in jail right now because they lost control of their emotions. Not all, obviously, but most, because their emotions got out of control. The need for validation. Pride. <laughs> it all goes back to pride. Because why do you get mad when a motherfucker mistreats you? Because how dare you do that to me? 
How dare you do that to me? Me? Come on. We don't all said that. What makes you so different? Why shouldn't you get played? There's probably plenty of reasons why, but why don't you use those same reasons on why you react to that situation like somebody who actually feels that way about themselves? <laughs> that went over a lot of y'all's head. If you really felt that great about yourself, if you really had the level of confidence that you say that you have, you would have reacted to that disrespect a lot differently. Like something. You would have responded to that disrespect way differently if you really felt like the queen you tell everybody you are, the bad bitch you tell everybody you are, the alpha male you tell everybody you are. You would have reacted to that disrespect with dismissal. Anybody watch Game of Thrones or House of Dragons or anything like that that shows like um, a king and queen type rule? Right. I, I'm sorry, y'all. I can't remember what it's called, the logical term for it. But when a society is ruled by a king and a queen, right, you could get killed for even just a rumor about the king and the queen or their family. You could get literally sentenced to death. You, your kids, your whole family just for making up a rumor, just for spreading a rumor that you heard for running your motherfucking mouth. If you were to ever be disrespectful in the presence of the king or the queen, you would be immediately dismissed and never granted access again. So how you feel about yourself is always revealed in how you react to disrespect. Right? Back in the day, you disrespect me, bitch. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Like, I'm about to snatch your soul with my words. I'm about to cuss you the fuck out. I'm about to make you feel like the smallest little piece of thing on earth. And boom. Now I'm validated and bye. That's some weak ass shit. In order to me feel validated, I have to make somebody else feel small. So I was an energy vampire then. Because in order for me to feel validated, I had to suck something off of you. I had to make you feel less than. I had to damage you in some way. I had to fuck you up. Either with my fist or my words. At that time, there was no way I could just walk away and be like, really? You're lost by... That took time, healing, increase of confidence, real confidence. 
and a true understanding of what I bring to the table. And more than that, character, an increase of character. And the best description of character I can give you is that's what you do when nobody is looking. When no one would ever know, you couldn't even get caught. If you were put in a room with a million dollars and that wasn't yours, and no one would know if you ever took it or not, but you knew you weren't supposed to because it wasn't yours, what do you do in that situation? That's character. If I leave you in my house for 10 days, then you know damn well I wouldn't notice if this or that was missing for at least a month or two. And you take it, because I would never think it was you. It's a lack of character. To smile and laugh in somebody's face and talk shit about them when they're not around, that's a lack of character. To bring up anybody's insecurities when they're not around and to bring them up in a way that is not uplifting them, a lack of character. To act like you like somebody when you don't, lack of character. Gaslighting, lack of character. The need of validation looks like when your man's being nice to you and things are good, you go ghost on everybody, right? Then y'all break up and you just start posting fire-ass selfies and fire-ass this. And not because you want to, not because you really are trying to keep a timeline of your experiences or what you did, but because you want him to see it, right? You start putting subliminal messages, Or you go ghost on social media when you don't even really want to because you want him to think something or you want this person to think this. That's all seeking validation. Some of us are posting shit on social media so our family sees it. Our high school friends, the bullies. Look at me now. Validation. The reason I'm bringing this up and the reason why it's important to address it is because seeking validation comes up most in our relationships and we start to build toxic relationships with people who validate us. And we'll push away people who don't validate our insecurities who push us to greater levels. If you're with a man who's very busy, he naturally doesn't have much time. He knows that that's how it's always going to be. He likes you a lot. But he's wise enough to know, like, at no point can I over-validate her because she's going to, I have to be with the type of woman who can validate herself. 
I have to be with the type of woman who can entertain herself and do things herself. And I have to be with the type of woman who can understand I only have so much time, but any free time that I get, I want it to be spent with her. A very busy man who has a very demanding profession cannot be with a woman who needs to be constantly validated. He has to be with a woman who is self-validated. Self-validation can only come from ultimate confidence. I see a lot of women wanting, requiring, requesting a high-value man, but they do not possess high-value qualities. Like, you cannot be a needy bitch if you want a high-value man. He's not going to validate that in you. It's unattractive to him. Same with a high-value woman. You got to come with your with a confidence already equipped. Right? When you live in a place like Ohio, it's cold as fuck. Auto start is pretty much a requirement. Who the fuck wants to go buy a brand new car and you don't have auto start and your seats don't warm up and you live in Ohio? Like, hell no, nah, that's like a basic that has to be already equipped in the car. I want that already in there. Because I know I'm going to need it. I know I'm going to be pissed if it doesn't have it. I know I'm not going to be satisfied with that car. I know I'm going to be running outside in the middle of a snowstorm to try to warm my car up when I could have just been pressing a button. I want that to come already equipped in the car. I want to be able to connect my Bluetooth. I don't want to buy a car that I can't connect my phone to. I need my GPS. When I go on a road trip, I don't want to be looking at my phone. I want to look at the screen in my car. It's safer. It's more efficient. It's what I like. It's what I can afford. Do you understand where I'm going with this? There's some qualities, there's some things that should just come already in you. People don't have time to wait on you to get your confidence together. That might not ever happen, and their life might be miserable in the meantime. So no matter how much they like you, if they see that a part of your personality is not going to work with their life, if it doesn't come already equipped, no matter how much they like you, they will pass on your ass. Because they don't have time. They've already been there, done that. We're out of the build a bitch phase. We're out of the build a nigga phase. No. We don't have time for that. There's certain shit you have to come already equipped with. Okay? Now, the car I want, might, maybe the interior is not the color I want. I could change that. That's not too bad. Maybe I want to throw some rims on it. That ain't too bad. I could throw some rims on there. I can change the color of the car and get it painted. I can get tin on the windows. But the heated seats, 
the screen, the Bluetooth connect, the auto start, all that shit. I need that in there already. I'll do the cosmetic shit that I want to make the car my own, but the but I need an engine in that motherfucker. The less validation you need from outside of yourself, the more you will receive from people. When I put my outfit together, it's already cute to me. I love that shit. When I put it on, I look in the mirror, I'm like, damn, I look good as fuck. So when somebody else tells me that they like my outfit, that's just added validation of what I already feel. I'm like, oh, thank you, baby. I like your outfit too. But I already liked my outfit before they complimented my outfit. When people say, VP, you so dope, you so cool. From the moment I met you, you were so laid back. You were so this, you were so that. Thank you, baby. Thank you for acknowledging my hard work. Because I'm all those things on purpose. I'm who I desired to be. I wanted to be nice. I wanted to be a good friend. I wanted to be approachable. I wanted to be successful. I wanted to be a good mom. I wanted to be wise. I wanted to be educated. I wanted to be a professional. I wanted to be all of those things. So I intentionally became them. I wanted to be healed. So I intently healed myself. I did that shit on purpose. It's not by coincidence. When you look at me, that's all intentional shit. I would say the only thing about me that is is by chance is my fate. The way I look, my body, that's by chance. Like God did that. So that's my only by chance. But he even intently did that. He made me look like this. Everything about you should be intentional. Intentional for you. Intentional for future you. Calculate it. Not calculate it in a manipulative way, but calculate it in a way of, I know where the fuck I'm going. That way, when something shows up to distract you from your plan, to invalidate you, you're able to see that shit and remove that shit. You have to know where the fuck you're going. I don't know if y'all hear that siren going off. I don't know where the hell that came from. But if we needed any confirmation, let's let that be it. Real life, y'all. You can make all the vision boards in the world. What's the vision on yourself? Most of y'all vision boards got cars and money and rings and vacations and like, nigga. Some of y'all need to go make some soul vision boards. Because you ain't going to get none of that shit until your soul is right. Till your intentions are right. Till your relationship with God is right. 
You asking God for things when he is asking you for things. But your ears is closed and your mouth is open. So them niggas are going to keep rejecting you until you finally get to a breaking point where you're like, damn, so what is that? And he can work on you. Rejection is nothing but redirection. And half the time that redirection is redirected back to source, redirected to God, redirected to wherever fuck your source is. I always tell y'all, I don't care what you believe in. That ain't none of my damn business. But your redirection to source is what's happening when you are rejected. Redirect, boo. Nobody gives a fuck how many times you get redirected. Who fucking cares as long as you get there? It's not a competition. It's not a race. It's all about intent. Intent. What is your intent? What is the point of this? Some of y'all don't even love that man for real. Some of y'all wouldn't stick by that man's side through a motherfucking thing. You just crave the nigga's validation. The minute that nigga gets off key, the minute that nigga is not who you want him to be, you don't even want that nigga no more. You don't even want that nigga no more. All you wanted was the validation. All that time, all you wanted was validation. You didn't give a fuck about his soul. You didn't give a fuck if he was stressed out. You didn't give a fuck if he wasn't feeling good. You didn't give a fuck if he was still healing childhood shit. All you gave a fuck about is... Why didn't you call me? Why didn't you text me? Why didn't you like my picture on, on Instagram? Why are you talking to your baby mama? Why this? Why? Th- That's all the fuck y'all care about. How many times you go, what can I do for you? Is there anything I can do? Nope. Just how dare a motherfucker treat you like that? How dare them? And that whole time, they're backing away from you because they don't want to hurt you. They don't want to hurt your feelings. They don't want to say some shit they can't take back. They don't want to put their burdens on you. But your need for validation has now led you to making up stories in your mind you think you know what's going down. You think you you don't you know everything. And ain't heard shit from the horse's mouth. Be better to your friends. Sometimes your friends ain't reaching out and they ain't coming to dinner and they ain't doing this and they ain't doing that. Because they can't even get out the fucking bed. They depressed. They tired. They going through shit with their husband. Their kids is going through shit. They got motherfucking too much on their plate that they can't handle. Their house is dirty. They need to do laundry. They behind on every motherfucker. You don't know what the fuck they going through. You just thought, mm, she over there acting funny. Mm, 
did you hit your friend up and say, is there anything I can do for you right now, friend? Any way I can lighten the load? What's going on? You been distant. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not like you. Any way I can be there for you. Nope. That bitch acting funny. She probably jealous. Get out of here. If that's where your mind go, when your friend get quiet, you ain't their friend. You need to leave that person alone. Leave them alone. You don't give a fuck about them. We so comfortable with being selfish. Get uncomfortable being selfish like that. Give people space to be human beings. Give people space to not have to validate all your fucking insecurities all the time. Start validating and healing yourself. I see they say, if you mean them can't in a whole day, if this ain't a whole day and this ain't a whole day, like, damn, nigga, you ever had a bad day, nigga? It's been times I ignore my mama phone call, my daddy, my sister, my brother. You don't give people no space to have time to themselves. If someone miss your phone call and your mind go to the negative things, that's a you problem. You need to address that. If your friend don't answer your phone for two, three days and this and that, and the first thing you think is that bitch acting funny or she this or she that, that's a you problem, boo. You don't know what the fuck somebody could be going through. I don't care how close you are to them. You don't know everything about what the fuck they going through. And this could be the time they need a friend the most. And you being a selfish motherfucker, just thinking about yourself. Only worried about getting yourself validated. How about respecting people's need for space? Hey, girl, you been quiet? Just want you to know, I'm here if you need me. I'm here when you need me. I love you so much. If there's anything I can do to help, let me know. That simple. Or how about this? If you know how your friends are and you know you having a moment, reach out. Hey, friend, going through some times right now. Just kind of, you know what I mean? I don't really feel like socializing. I don't feel like nothing. Like, I'm just going through some things. All right, cool. Let me know how I can be here for you. Communication. Learn how to fucking talk. Learn how to express yourself. What I have learned is that communication is only hard when you are still struggling with being vulnerable. When you are still struggling with allowing yourself to feel how you feel, that's when communication is hard because it's not genuine. Understand that anytime you are trying to hide feelings, cascade feelings, act like you're not this, act like you're not that, you're not being genuine. 
The only way you can make real connections in life is by being genuine. Genuine. Let's rock out before we leave. The whole time song. <laughs> Perfect song to end it. You could do Yo, stop taking people in your life for granted. They're not always going to be there. You never know what they're going through. If you love them, love them through it all. If you love them, be vulnerable with how you feel. If you miss your friend and you don't know what they're going through and you don't know why they've been distanced, say exactly that. If you're done with a motherfucker and you don't want to fuck with them no more, say that. If you're hurting and you need people to be there for you, say that. If you're struggling to keep your house together, to keep your kids together, say that. Call your friend that you know and say that. Stop holding all your pain inside. Stop holding your emotions. Stop holding your problems. Stop holding everything. You Just stop. If there's nobody in your circle right now that you can be vulnerable with, cut all them bitches off. All of them. And start praying for new friends. Start asking God to make you a better friend. He will bring you a village. I'm a living testimony of that. But that's all I got for you for now, friends. Stay vulnerable. Stay true to yourself. Be genuine. Peace.